what God says we have and what to manifest in our lives. But God wants to show the path of greatness in Him, not just a path of greatness in the world. We shall walk in that path effectively and be relevant to Him, both in this world and in the next, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We see the gentleman man today can build a great hope was outstanding. And I said on the day of the Mass, the man who fought strenuously to make sure that the church is defended from physical attacks. He used a lot of logistics and inspired the Pope to shield the church from harassment. But outside that, he was also noted for working for the oneness of the church. Because the devil will always play with the thing to divide the church through heresies, through all kinds of religious energies, to bring division and make the work of Christ. You know, be disintegrated. Remember, Jesus prayed in John chapter 17 for the one day. Father, may they be one. First of all, I'm in you, and you are in me, and they may be in us. So he emphasized that one day. So he took upon himself as an apostle of one day. He only talked about and teached so much on the duty of the church. Part of it is what we reflected yesterday about the fact that we are a consecrated nation. The royal priesthood, a priest practicing the grace of God, who has called us out of darkness. That's the true baptism. We've been called out of darkness. Now we dwell in the marvelous light of God. It's not a physical light, it is a spiritual light. That is who we are. And that's an identity that we have. The devil will do everything to derail us of that reality. You will contest it in your mind, you will contest it in your head. Will contest in your life. We want to make sure that you are like every other person out there who doesn't know God or a few persons. They don't say that the world, you are not of the world. And when this becomes your reality and your consciousness, things will be different completely. Things will be different. Paul emphasized that difference even in his own ministry, as we heard him today, the first thing. And just work with the, his way of communication. You can see a man who is fully convinced. Okay. He said, I myself am satisfied about you, brethren. This is a man who has toyed in the life of Jesus. He has toyed not to just give them money, they are toyed to bring the beauty of Christ restored in their soul. And having seen the reality of that in their lives, he was rejoicing. He said, I myself am satisfied about you, my brethren, that you yourself are full of what? Goodness. We can see the effect of the gospel in their life. They are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge. Not just physical knowledge, but the spiritual knowledge of God. They are saying that they have, they have grown in goodness. They have grown in the knowledge of God. You cannot be full of goodness and grow in the knowledge of God that you will not be relevant to God. The man was celebrated today, even though he was a poor. One of the things that made him to be outstanding is the fact that he was full of goodness of God and was full of what? The knowledge of God. The Bible says, those who don't know their God, they shall be strong in their faith and they shall do exercise. They will do the work of God. They will serve God. The reality of life will be there, but still, in the midst of all that, they will 
understand that they are mutual creatures to serve God. Why did God create you to know Him, to love Him, and to serve Him in this world? That is the answer that can't be. That is the base of every Christian theology. We were serving in this world. We must demonstrate that we belong to Him. And He has called you, He has washed you, He has baptized you, not only with His Spirit, He has given His flesh. He has given an identity to the of the Spirit. He has called you into royalty. He has called you to the level of dignity. His hand is outstretched. He's not ashamed to identify with us, with who are sinners. The Bible says, not ashamed to call us brethren. You see, don't I call us servants. You see, I call you friends. And God, I call you a friend. I'm a friend of God. But what you see, I call you friends. Because I've made known to you all that the Father has given to me. What a what a precious word to the mouth of Jesus. We can't allow this to get out of our heart. This is what makes us. This is what still Jesus focused in our journey. Paul comes to us and says, I'm a priest. He says uh, that he is a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel. In the priestly what? Service of the gospel. That's quite deep. You can preach the gospel, but if you don't not minister it from a priestly perspective, it will not have impact. All of us who are all priests by the grace of our right? Two of us, you know, good. If you're married, if you don't minister your marriage from a priestly perspective, your marriage is useless. If you're a single lady, if you don't minister your single life towards God from a priestly perspective, it is useless. What is a priestly perspective? A consciousness that you belong to God. You are dedicated to God. That the hand of God is upon you. And that your life is no longer your own. Your life is the life of God. Your purpose is no longer your personal purpose. Your purpose is the purpose of God. Your passion and drives is no longer just for your personal advertisement and worldly achievements as the world places. Your greatest achievement is your achievement in God. Paul goes down and says, I have a reason to be proud of my work for God. Can you see that? I have a reason. What are his reasons? Because he gave himself to me. This is the man who was a barrister for the message. He was a businessman too. He was a craft maker. He didn't boast in his area of this world. He's now boasting in God. That should be a lesson for us. We're not celebrating for Peter today because of the poor. No. We're celebrating because of the impact he made that showed where he belonged. We should learn from that. To be a Christian is not enough. To be a communicant is not enough. To go around and say, I'm a Catholic. I was born a Catholic. I live a Catholic. I'm going to die a Catholic. It's not enough. You will be able to sit down and say, I am what? I'm proud of my work in God. That means he knows the work he did in God. It was deliberate. It was conscious. It was conscious. He engaged himself. His life was born to advance the kingdom of God. In the area of his coming, yourself, where you are today, how much of your life is being born to advance the kingdom of God in that your area of coming? That's our life. That's what makes the difference. That's what makes the difference. And we must keep it in our hearts with God. We must not lose sight of it. Jesus in the gospel. 
children suffer the end of that gospel. He said, the children. He said, the master commanded the dishonest people for his students or as to men. He now says something. For the sons of this world are wiser in their own generation, in their own dealings, than the what? The sons of God. What a challenge the master brings before. Some writers say that this story was actually a real story. It happened. And one of the disciples heard about that came and told Jesus, Look at what happened to you. That the master at the end of the day was praising the servants for his asking. He said, Yes, in their own world, that was a smart way of living. The guy was smart. He knew he was going to lose the master's mercy. And he was smart because that was around him for them to buy up. If you look at the research, you know, resist him, they have a place to go. He was smart. Now, so see, he was smart in darkness. Now, we who are children of light, how smart are we in life? How are you smart with your faith? How are you smart with the things of God? Your Christianity, how smart are you with it? If the people of the world will not just give up, what can you give them? So that's why this guy was able to show this mercy, but mercy to who? Master, how many do you owe my master? He said 80, he said around 60. I'm sure they were thinking that uh, the guy was being kind towards them, but the guy was what? Doing a special business. There are things you do in life, not because you just want to satisfy human beings, but you are playing a game in the name of the spirit. When you let go, you don't understand. When Jesus said, do this, do that, he knows in the name of the spirit, it's a transaction. Be smart with your faith. Be smart with your life in God. Be smart to your Christian life. Each day that comes, use it and do something that will bring God the glory. That's how to be smart with your faith. Yesterday, what did you do? The day before yesterday, what did you do with your faith? What did your faith touch you? You only count your profit in this world. You don't count your profit in the spiritual world. Can you beat your chest and say, I'm proud of my transition in the Lord's spirit? These are things that count in the of life. And that's why, as a child of God, if this is your mentality, what they call your solacies, there are things that will come, you overlook them. You don't allow them to distract you because you are too focused, just like if you are doing your business. Somebody will come and start distracting you. Will you abandon your business and go to the person? No. Because you know you have invested money. Then live with it. Invest in this. He was smart with his faith. He engaged it to bishop and today the whole church. What is the open church in heaven and on earth? I'll follow it. May we also come to understand all that is wisdom. To use our day to day experience and the opportunities God has given us to transact business that counts with him. God will not only be angry with us just because we commit sin, but he is more angry with us if we become useless to us. He's more painful. And so today we pray. That all that God has done in our life, all the investment we get, we bear fruit. Smart fruit, intelligent fruit, just because the fruit that enjoys the eternal life. We receive that grace today. That will be focused at Christian fruit. And do the deep fruit. The sacrifice that will come we will bear it. We will become smart with our faith. Every day in our area of career, in our area of business. In the place God has placed us, we'll be smart. We'll bring the gospel, we'll bring the word to the gospel. 
Don't receive strength to carry it out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. May God take away every discouragement. And every obstacle that enemy brings. Please, human obstacle, please, truth obstacle, please, structural obstacle that come away. Whatever is a limiting factor in your life of this day, receive strength to crush it and become that which God has ordained you to be. Shining every day, bringing blessing to your family, bringing blessing to those who are around you, and keeping the faith fervent in all kinds. May God bless you on behalf of Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.